The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to a special case study episode of the MarTech Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk to a very special friend and a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast about how they do marketing attribution and evaluate the MarTech Podcast sponsorship's performance. Joining us for our case study today is David Schroeder, who is a conversion rate optimization specialist and demand generation manager at CallRail, who is a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. David recently assumed the mantle of demand generation at CallRail, and prior to that, he held a wide variety of content creation and optimization roles across a diverse set of companies ranging from nonprofits to B2B SaaS companies. And today we're going to talk a little bit about how CallRail thinks about attribution, why they invest in podcast sponsorships, and most importantly, how do those podcast sponsorships perform? Okay, here's my interview with CallRail's demand generation lead, David Schroeder. David, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks so much, Ben. Great to be here. I'm so excited to do this episode. And honestly, I'm almost at a little bit of a loss of words because I'm not sure what to ask you other than, hey, you've been having some good performance that you've seen from the MarTech Podcast sponsorship. We wanted to talk about that on the show. I guess the place where we should start is from the top. Let's talk about how you evaluate your marketing campaigns. You're a marketing attribution company. When you're starting to think about advertising and podcast advertising and your different channels, how and why did you decide to pick a podcast? Being a marketing attribution company, obviously, uh, the internal bar for attribution is quite high. And since we saw some investment from our investors, they've come in and mandated that we had certain efficiency metrics and certain performance benchmarks. So we like to look at every single one of our channels and evaluate that against a 4x return. And that for us is what we say is efficient marketing spend. Help me benchmark that. Why a 4x return? And how do you think about various marketing channels? 4x seems like a little bit of an arbitrary number. How'd you come up with that as your baseline for a marketing campaign? I think that's drawn from a, a wide variety of industry benchmarks, and it sort of varies channel by channel. So when you think about Google, a lot of times Google will promote its own advertising and say, okay, for every dollar that you spend at Google, you're going to get $2 back. So Google's really promising a 2x. 
Now, our private equity investors obviously are demanding, you know, as much as they can. So they sort of benchmarked a Forex. Now, some channels, I think it's very easy to hit a Forex return. Obviously, when you're talking about organic or SEO investment, we see excellent returns there. If we're talking about data-driven marketing, we also see excellent returns there in email marketing. But sometimes paid channels are, are much harder to find that efficiency, especially when you are in a very, very competitive niche market like we are. I think the idea behind paid marketing is lower return, but you have the ability to scale. And some of the other channels that you mentioned, driving organic growth, building relationships, some of these other sort of longer term projects, you can't just invest a dollar and expect immediate return. It takes time to see that return. Talk to me specifically about how you view podcasts as a channel. Absolutely. So CallRail had seen tremendous industry growth. We're doing very well year over year. And we've been on Inc.'s Fastest 5000 for three years running, I believe. We're recently named on Deloitte Fast 500. So it is a very fast growing company and we are in that hyper growth stage. And we found that as the company was much younger, we could invest in search advertising and very effectively draw growth out of that. But when you think about search advertising, obviously that is a consumer set that is already very problem aware. They may also be solution aware. And we needed to find mechanisms that would draw new audiences to us. And that's really where the MarTech podcast came in. We knew that we had an offering that was going to reach a broad market. And we knew that there were a lot of people out there that hadn't necessarily heard of our niche, which was call tracking, or may not even be familiar with the more broader marketing attribution. But we knew that we had something to offer and we needed to find a way to reach a broader audience and connect with them there. I would say that fundamentally, this is sort of a classic awareness problem as you're trying to stay on the path that you want for growth. You can't just expect the low-hanging fruit to come your way. You have to work a little harder on cultivating customers and make them not only aware of your products, but aware of the industry as a whole. Just so everyone doesn't have to hear it in my words, talk to me a little bit about some of the things that you've done with the MarTech podcast. What were the products that you purchased? How did we put our campaigns together? I think our campaign with the MarTech podcast really had those three big components. So obviously, we had advertising running. But then a major component of that was also the advertorial content. And that really gave us an opportunity to tell our story. And I think that that is a huge value add that the MarTech podcast really positions around, is what is the story and the real value offering behind what you are trying to sell? And then I think the third component was also the syndication, so that we could take that story and reach a much broader audience with it. So just to reiterate, and I promise I'm not going to turn this entire episode into one giant sponsorship sales pitch, but to give people context of the difference between how the MarTech podcast thinks about podcast advertising and maybe how the rest of the industry does, I think the classic industry model for podcast advertising is similar to display and video where you're looking at a cost per thousand metrics. In this case, for podcasts, it's cost per thousand downloads, not cost per thousand impressions. So the benchmark that I've seen be pretty standard is cost per somewhere between $25 to $50 CPMs, cost per thousand downloads. And that was basically what most people think podcast advertising is. And when I did the math, originally when we were putting our sponsorship program together, we had 10,000 downloads. That's actually when we started working with CallRail. 
And selling at a $25 CPM with 10,000 downloads was just not going to drive enough revenue for me to rationalize continuing to do the content. So we needed to find other ways to monetize the content and other ways to provide value to the sponsors. And that's where our advertorial content came in. So the idea was we're going to create a piece of content for our sponsors to help them tell their story in a relevant way to you, our listeners. And then we're going to echo the story that we're telling with our advertising so it is more supplemental than it is the primary driver of our engagement. And then as the MarTech podcast sponsorship program became more sophisticated, we added some tracking and some analytics that allowed us to understand who was in our audience. And then we're able to take those and do some retargeting and work with our sponsors to help them understand who was actually engaging David, you're going to understand this stuff better than anybody else in the world. Talk to me about some of the analytics that were shared with you, and what were you able to actually do with that data? When the MarTech podcast is using its attribution system, it's able to identify users that download that podcast. And then when we take that unique tracking pixel that's provided by the MarTech podcast and put that onto our website, we're able to then draw the connection back to those original users. And that gives us clear data on exactly who was a listener and then who visited our website and then who subsequently converted from there. And once we were able to then tie that tracking pixel to original IP data, it really gave us a full view of the touch points that resulted in customers. So then we had a clear idea of exactly who it is that had a touch point with the podcast and who ultimately became a customer. Just to provide a little bit more color, we use an analytics platform called PodSites, also a sponsor of the show. It's a wonderful tool for podcast advertisers. And the reason why we use it is PodSites has a technology, as David mentioned, that allows you to connect the IP address to a mobile app ID so you understand the device or essentially the anonymous person that is downloading an episode. And then they have a pixel that can track whether that mobile app ID is performing specific activities on a sponsor's website. So basically we can go from IP address to mobile app ID to conversion data on our sponsor's website. David, you mentioned that you also did some IP mapping. We were able to produce a list of IP addresses for people that had downloaded our podcast. And because you're a marketing attribution company, unlike most other organizations, you were able to double check that the pod sites data that we were providing was not only accurate, but to do a little bit more digging. Talk to me about when you did your own in-house analysis, what did you find and how was the performance of the sponsorship campaign? So we were able to take that list of IP addresses and cross-reference that to our database of attribution and see all of the touch points that had led to the ultimate conversion. And then when we were even under the strictest of filter conditions, ruling out any users that had a touch point prior to the air dates, we ultimately demonstrated that there was an 8x return on our initial investment. And when I took that data back to our CRO and presented exactly what we had done, I think that really speaks to the power of attribution. Because from there, it was a really clear (laughs) and simple conversation that we had demonstrated a tremendous amount of value and that this was a good investment that we needed to continue to follow up on. Again, without tooting the show's horn, 8x return sounds like it's pretty good. 
it's obviously above the 4X marker, which we said was double what you would expect from an AdWords campaign. Help me contextualize that. What's the general range of overall return that you're seeing with your overall marketing efforts? In terms of paid customer acquisition, that can vary widely from anywhere between less than a profitable return, sometimes as high as four to five X. But I think anyone would say that getting an eight X return on a sponsorship or any kind of a paid customer initiative would see that as a highly effective and highly efficient channel. So talk to me a little bit about who the customers are. Obviously, you're doing attribution. You're able to isolate a target group. Are the customers that coming in, are they coming in in volume, low-value customers? Is it just one high-value customer? What should people that are thinking about podcast advertising expect when they do this type of sponsorship campaign in terms of the quality of traffic that they're attracting? We are most definitely a high volume and high velocity B2B SaaS company. So we deal with leads, lead counts every month in, in the thousands. And that is what we are responsible for delivering to our chief revenue officer. So for us to really move the needle in any way, it's got to be significant. And we need to see customer counts in the double and triple digits. So David, sounds like the body count was good. This wasn't just a few profitable users that came in. You're a relatively high velocity business for a B2B SaaS company. Do you have a sense of the value of those customers? Obviously, it was an 8x return. Talk to me a little bit about how you evaluate who the customers were and whether they were the best class of customers or just sort of your average user base. I think that is the other really powerful component of attribution is that once we were able to tie the initial channel back to the customers that actually converted, we were able to then see the industries on all of those customers. And then we were able to see, okay, which of our most profitable industries were present here, which of our least profitable were present here. And that is really what drove that 8x return, is that we could see that our customers that we had acquired through this channel really skewed very heavily to, to our most valuable verticals. I guess the last question I have for you is, why do you think the MarTech podcast and podcast sponsorships in general provide such a positive return relative to some of the other channels that you're working with? What is it about podcast advertising and the program that we put together that helped drive this positive and relatively high volume return? When you're evaluating the effectiveness of any channel, it always comes down to a balance between reaching a broad market and also getting very specific to the right people and evaluating the level of intent. And I like to say that marketing is really a balance of art and science. And I think that that is really the value that the MarTech podcast offers is that we were able to craft a really compelling message and a really compelling story and craft that through a level of artistry that then would reach a segment of an audience that we knew was highly engaged in our specific value offering and that we knew was actively out and evaluating what we had to offer. So I think it was really that balance to say that a story well told to the right audience can deliver remarkable results. Look, I, I try not to be a shameless self-promoter, maybe just a regular self-promoter. <laughs> and I, I do want to keep this in context and make this valuable for everyone, not just to be a sales pitch for the MarTech podcast, but for sponsorships. But 
There was a rational decision to set up the sponsorship program other than we just didn't have enough inventory to make enough money from doing traditional host-read advertising. The medium of podcasting and the stories that we're able to tell to niche audiences is something that's really hard to deliver in any other medium. When you think about what we've done here with the MarTech podcast and CallRail, we've worked together for roughly a year. And David, how many pieces of content have we produced? I think we're we're somewhere over 10. <laughs> I was going to say, it feels like more than a dozen. We've done two weekly series. We've done a couple other individual episodes. Let's say we've done, you know, 12 to 13 episodes. We're averaging about one a month. And sometimes they come in bulk in sets of five for our weekly series. But being able to deliver what is five 15-minute pieces of content in a week or 15 to 20 minutes of content once a month over a year on average is something that's really difficult to reproduce in other channels. And that to me is what's most exciting about podcasting in general. And it's the reason why we've shied away from, hey, we're just going to do host-read advertising is the 30 to 60 second ads, the repetition helps you build your brand awareness, keeps your brand fresh and reminds you. But what really drives the needle and what we've seen and the reason why we feel we've been successful with the sponsorship program at the MarTech podcast, it's that depth, right? It's actually being integrated into the content and then also on the flip side, it's being able to follow up and share that content, not necessarily just with the audience that you're listening to. We share our content with people that are not MarTech podcast subscribers by retargeting and creating lookalike audiences through programmatic advertising and through our Facebook ads. So we're sharing our content outside of just really our existing universe. And I think that provides not only the depth, which is incredibly important for driving the conversion but also the reach, which helps the volume get there. David, at the end of the day, the reason why we've been able to produce this show and the reason why we're going to continue to do it next year is through the support of you, the Call Rail team, other sponsors just like you. So any chance I get to, you know, I just want to say thank you for being our sponsor, for supporting the show, and specifically for coming on and telling everyone that is listening to the show that this stuff actually works and that it's had a positive impact on your brand. So thanks for being our sponsor and for being my guest. Thank you, Ben. Great being here. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to David Schroeder for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about David, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can shoot him a tweet at Gorilla Front. Great Twitter handle. It's G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A-F-R-O-N-T. A special thanks to the rest of the marketing team at CallRail for being our sponsors for this podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how to better understand what gets your forms filled, what makes your business phone ring, how to do marketing attribution, I cannot recommend an attribution company more than I can CallRail. The website's callrail.com, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L.com. And they also offer a free trial. So if you're interested in testing out the software, no risk whatsoever. Just one other link that I want to tell you about in our show notes. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to our refreshed website. The domain is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D. We have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletters. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. 
Of course, you could always reach out on social media as well. The show's handle is MartechPod. My personal handle is BenJShap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're pretty much everywhere. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.